And we're back with episode 12 of Dog Football Weekly. It's your host, Reed, with your co-host, Russ. And today, folks, we have a very special guest, five-star offensive tackle Mason Short joins the show. Mason, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How about how, how you doing? We're doing all right, man. First off, we just want to congratulate you on your amazing high school career you've had so far. Would you like to tell us a little, about, a little bit about your recruiting process? Yeah, man, it, it's, it's all a blessing. It's, it's been really fun. It's this. It's, it's been an early stage. I'm just a sophomore. Yeah. Um, but, you know, going on these recruiting trips, you know, every weekend, get to spend time with the family and the coaches. You know, go see the greatest facilities in the country. It's just, it's all a blessing. It's a great time. If you don't mind us asking, where's your favorite been so far? <laughs> um, I, you know, I got to be really neutral throughout all this thing. You know, yeah. uh, you know, of course, you got you know, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. I mean, all of those schools, they had the top-notch facilities. Yeah, I mean, college football, man, but Georgia's got the flash factor, and then, you know, Bama, they, they all they all compete with each other. It's funny, when you go on these visits, you got all these coaches telling me, like, if Georgia's got that, we're going to order one better. And it's, it's vice versa, you know? Yeah. Well, how's your uh, recruitment process with Georgia been? It's been, it's been really fun. That's a great way to put it. I have a great relationship with uh, Coach Smart and Coach Serrells. We uh, actually plan on going on a hunting trip next year. Um, he, he comes down and visits me at the school about every other week now, but it's a dead period. So yeah, every, every time every time I go up to Athens, it's always a good time. Yeah, I love it up there. Um, you've seen. Tell us a little bit about your season this past year at Evans. It, it's been it's been really good. It was cut short. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get to play the full season, unfortunately, because I had a a knee injury and as well as the concussion. Sorry to hear that. Oh, yeah, it's all good. But, you know, it, it turned out great. I got to play in our last playoff game against Thomas County, Thomas County Central. It's about a five-hour drive over there in Florida. But it was good just to play one last game with the, you know, with the seniors and all that. We got a lot of guys going forward to college to play, you know, play D2 and NIA ball. I mean, college ball is college ball. Yeah. It, it, it was great just to grind through them this year. You know, just it's been a really fun year, especially especially since all this recruiting recruitment has been skyrocketed this year. Yeah, so it's been real fun. Yeah, well, it's great to hear about all this. I think it's pretty cool that you you and Coach Smart are going on a hunting trip. That's something I've never really heard about in the recruiting process, but I'm sure that'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, Coach, uh, taking Coach Serrells out, we might. I'm not, I'm not sure what kind of we're doing, but it's uh, Tate Rutledge took out. Um, Coach Sales for his for his uh, official visit. You can do it for an official visit. I can't now. Yeah. The reason I say junior year because I'm a sophomore. I'm 16 years old. You got to be a little bit. Yeah. You got to be a junior on a September uh, month of September when all that uh, official stuff can happen. But uh, that, that looking forward to that. But the the relationship with Coach Sales is it's really good. You know, it, it's funny you go on these these trips. You go see him. He'll go right past me and go straight to my mama. Yeah. So, that should be. Well, that's how they got to be. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, first off, are you a Dogs fan? I never even asked you. Um, Man, gr- growing up, I was just a college football fan. We, uh, I-, I never really had a, a, a favorite growing up. I just really enjoyed. Just enjoyed growing, the game. Growing out on the weekends and going hunting and watching football. So. Well, what's your, what's your take on the Dogs these past two years? We'd love to hear it. Oh man, they they have 
built an amazing program. The coaching staff there is unbelievable. I mean, just to go back to back national champion, that's 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 pretty unheard of. That's crazy. Um, and in Georgia, they they are handling it very well. They're not, you know, they're all humble throughout this whole thing, and it's it's really cool. I got to go up to the parade, the national championship parade, and that was that was a really cool thing to experience. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they do it again next year. They just have a great recruiting class coming in, and I'm excited to see how they do. One of my favorite things that Kirby's done, obviously Mark Rick, he was a great coach but you know they could never really get over the hump but the first thing Kirby did when he came in was he started recruiting on the offensive line and defensive line and you know I think that's the area where Mark Rick struggled you really didn't have a whole lot of standout linemen over his coaching career they had great skill players in like Stafford Gurley they had he recruited Chubb he recruited Sonny uh Keith Marshall but what Kirby's what Kirby did I mean, he had Sam Pittman as his offensive line coach, and then Sam took the Arkansas job, and then yeah. he brings in Coach Matt Luke from Ole Miss, and that's you. And now he's obviously retired, but they've always the thing he's done to me that impresses me the most is it doesn't really matter what he puts out there on the field on the offensive line standpoint. They're all extremely talented, and they keep bringing guys in, and they keep putting guys in the NFL. Oh, absolutely, they they've. Actually, I got it up right here. I, mean, I think they have – they've had – let me see. It should be about two offensive tackles drafted in the past five years, which is is really good. But they've – like Amaris Mims, he's six foot eight, 320 pounds. He can probably run 18 miles an hour. Yeah, he's you know, from down pretty, here. Yeah, you got, you know, Tate Rutledge, uh, McClendon, you know, Rest his soul, Devin Woolock. He was an amazing player. Yes, and they just got so many, so much talent, so much depth in that O line. It's crazy. And they got guys like Jamari Sawyer. He was drafted. Russ, wasn't he a six round pick last year? Yeah, I think so. He was six round pick. Well, you take a guy drafting the sixth round. He starts for the Chargers all year. He's the highest graded rookie offensive tackle this season, and that's a guy drafting the sixth round. That's yeah. not a first round pick. It's not somebody you just expect to just have that kind of season. But it's just it's a testament and it shows how great the coaching is at Georgia and how great I mean, these guys that come into the NFL, they're dominating. Absolutely. I mean they they lost I am so surprised that you know, they even like they had an undefeated season this year because they lost so much talent last year to the NFL. So much talent, especially like defensive talent, which is it's crazy that they did what they did this year with the amount of guys they had. Yeah, and you got offensive linemen like Broderick Jones. You know, this year, obviously projected first rounder. That's that's really big for Georgia in the on the O line. You know, Warren McClendon, Broderick. I mean, and even down the stretch, like Broderick got hurt. Unfortunately, he couldn't play towards the end of the year. But yeah. Amaris Mims stepped in, and they didn't skip a beat. And oh, that just absolutely. shows. I mean, they're so they're so confident with their backups. They mean they're not going to have a certain play they don't want to do because they have a backup in. Well, I love. I got to go see a little bit of practice, and then all them guys get the same amount of reps against the same amount of defense as the the ones and twos. They're all getting the same amount of reps, so they're so comfortable. You know that if one guy goes down, they got a guy just as good or better than him 
in the second spot, you know. What I love about this program is really, really on your front, on offense and defense, there's always guys rotating in and out. So, like, when these younger guys – because you have, like, on the defense especially, you have a lot of freshmen and sophomores playing, like, key oh, snaps during oh, yeah. games. They're not oh, getting yeah. the majority of reps, but then when it comes time for them to play their sophomore, junior season and start, they've already experienced – all those game time reps, they've already seen the best of the best in the conference, so they know what to expect. And I think that's huge for this team. And that's why they've been able to, you know, they everybody thought, oh, they're going to take a step back. And they, in my opinion, took a step forward and went undefeated. Okay. I mean, especially, I mean, they're, they're so young. I mean, coming in, they got all this five-star talent on the D-line. It's, you know, they're, they're expecting those guys to, to start, you know, this, this next season. And they got the talent to do it. They got so much depth. And they have – you mean, you you play in a national title game. This is what really shows me how much depth they have. You have in your third string offense playing towards the end of the game and you score two touchdowns. Third string <laughs> offensive line. I mean, here's some guys who haven't seen a whole lot of snaps and they're scoring – I mean, they the two touchdowns. It's crazy to me. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's Michael Williams, right? That's the, yeah. the freshman DN. Yeah. I mean, to get a sack in the national championship game is a true freshman. He's playing high school ball not too long ago. Well, he had a sack against Paris Johnson, who's going to be the first tackle off the board, I think. Yeah. I think he's super talented. Great. That's a great talent right there, offensive the tackle. Right he's got great footwork, great size. And he gets – I mean, he just bull rushed that guy, and that guy's going to be an NFL starter next year. And I think – Paris Johnson's going to be an NFL All-Pro, in my Absolutely. opinion. But just to have guys like that, Jalen Walker, he's another young guy who really showed out. Um, Marvin Jones Jr., um, Bear Alexander in the middle. Oh, yeah. And then they bring in Job – is it Job Garrett or Jarrett? Job. Big Job. Yeah, Big Job. You bring in him. I mean, this, this team, everybody's been – last year it was, oh, they're taking a step back. This year it's, oh, they can't go for a three-peat. And I don't see why not. I think the talent's there. I think the coaching's there. But obviously a lot has to go your way to win another title, any title. But I think they if, if they stay healthy, there's nobody in their way. I mean, I mean, yeah, it, it's. I'm, I'm excited to see the, the, the coming years of college football. Um, I mean, there's a lot of great recruiting going out. I mean, a lot of – I mean, especially in the SEC – you know, SEC's yeah. notorious for the big nasty linemen. You yeah. know, and the, the running backs who can run four, like four three, and weigh two twenty. You yeah, know, that's that's the SEC football for you. And you, you'll get players like that coming in every single year. So it's making it really exciting. Well, it's great. Like you see now, they used to be like, oh, he runs a four four. It's crazy how much the games evolve. Like guys used to run a four four. They're like, oh, that dude's. Insanely fast. Now every receiver you got on your team's running a four four. Brock Bowers runs a four four. <laughs> yeah, that's I crazy. Mean, that's a tight end. Yeah, that's that's it's insane. It's great though. And I think it's great for the sport. And you know, now you got linemen. Obviously you're one of those top rated guys in that class. And I mean, linemen can move too now. That's an underrated thing. I think guys like you, they're they're close to these backs. I mean, they can run. Oh yeah. <laughs> I take my pride on him. My O-line coach don't like when I say it, but I used to play tight end, so he, yeah. he hits me in the head every time I say it. 
But yeah. uh, I kind of claimed tight end offensive tackle back in the day. I, I'd love to see it. You'd be a t- tackle eligible play put in <laughs> when you get into college. I'm, I'm, I've asked all year, every single game, for me to touch the ball one time in high school. I but, mean, I don't see – there's – some of these linemen, I mean, y'all can move. I mean, I'll give you the ball because who's going to tackle you? <laughs> yeah, it's just they, they worry about the risk of injury. But, you yeah. know, also it's, I don't know. We're just not meant to touch the ball. We're meant to create the lanes and be tired on the way down to celebrate. If you had to say, in your opinion, obviously, what's your pro comparison? I know you're young, and but who do you compare yourself most to? I look up a lot to Taylor Lewan. Uh, I really, I really love his play, and I just love the dog he's got. To play, to play offensive line, it don't matter what conference you're in, what classification you're in, what division you're in. You gotta have that dog in you. And I just it? love, love Taylor Lewan. The way he plays, nasty and all kind of stuff. But. To me, when you said when you said big nasty lineman earlier, he's the first guy I think of. I love Taylor Lewan. I, I, I hope I hope, a, I hope he comes back healthy and has a good season. He's, I mean, he's one of those guys like you see these bigger guys, and he's one of those guys like you not want to mess with. And yeah. even I've never seen him in person, but you watch him on TV, and you're like, that's a guy you don't want to make mad. That's Absolutely. a guy. That's that's what you need on the O line. You need that that intimidation factor. You know, it, it's. There's a, there's a great line I don't want to say on here, but you, you can look it up. Um, there's a verse in the Seahawks. It was him and the other guard. He said something to the something to the DN. I, I can't say on here, but you yeah. can go look at it. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's all about it's all about getting in the head. He, he gets in the people's head. Yeah. You got anything, Russ? Well, we talked a lot about football, and you said you're a big hunter, though. So I wanted to ask what what was your favorite thing to hunt. Oh Lord, man, duck hunting! I love using duck hunting. Yeah, I, I've never been before. I, I do a lot of uh, dove hunting and stuff, and deer hunting, but I, I've never been duck hunting before. Yeah, we uh we we just recently bought some land in Burke County. Um, and we we've Jonathan Broxton is a ex MLB uh pitcher. He made it big, so he, pretty pretty wealthy man. So he bought our land from us, but left us a sliver. Hmm, yeah. So we've been. I love deer hunting too. Turkey hunting's fun. Um, hell, I hunt about anything. Yeah. But most, most fun I've ever had hunting is, is one time I've been uh, hog hunting at night with a thermal. That's the best. That's fun. That's a different animal. There's some guys up here that do a good bit of that. We so you just strictly duck. Me? Yeah. Um, I, I I'm borderline duck and deer. Deer hunting is very fun. It's very peaceful. Yeah. Just get to, you know, relaxing. Deer hunting in the weekend, get out, look at some good country food, and go watch some football for the rest of the weekend. So, what's your uh, what's your biggest deer? Biggest deer ever killed was, I think I, um, it was a, a 11 point when I was nine years old. Yeah, I've, um, I've I've never killed anything bigger than the eight point because I can't get them any bigger than that. They won't grow anymore. <laughs> yeah, we we had this um this one deer on our property. This, this is a great story. We had a uh, we've been hunting this deer for three years straight. It, you know, if you're a 
if you're that's a deer that big, they're smart, so they know how, they know how not to get not to get killed. So we, we called him Mufasa. That was his nickname, Mufasa. <laughs> and for three years in a row, my my brother's a huge hunter. So he would skip, skip school once he got him on camera. He would go up there, sit in the stand all night or all morning. And we had one of our uh, club members brought his daughter for the first time ever hunting. First time ever killing a deer or getting a deer stand. That old joker walks out right in front of that feeder. <laughs> she lays them out. First deer she ever killed, one of the biggest deer ever, in my opinion, in Burke County. It's, <laughs> it's, my brother threw up sick of the stomach. Oh my gosh! I've I've yeah. heard stories like that. Yeah, but you know, good for her. That's a great first experience for. Her, but me, me and my brother are both sick. But you know, yeah. Well, Mason, we appreciate we appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mason. We really enjoyed having you. We just wish you the best in your recruiting process and the rest of your high school career. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on here. Yes, sir. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode of Dog Football Weekly. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back. When do you think, Russ? Uh, next week. Sometime next week. See you, Mason. All right. Bye-bye.